The podcast this week is brought to you by the Door County Pond Hockey Tournament on February 9th, 2019. The Door County Pond Hockey Tournament takes place on Kangaroo Lake in Bailey's Harbor with 60 teams competing in nine divisions. Registration is open now and you can register at doorcountypondhockey.com. It's technically not New Year's yet. Yeah, but this is all your New Year's fun that you can have this weekend. Yeah, we are sending people out of 2018 in style. Well, let's get into it. I'm Andrew Clyden. And I'm Matthew Marcon. And this is the last weekend primer of 2018. On Friday and throughout the weekend is home for the holidays at the Old Gibraltar Town Hall. Reunite with Northern Sky favorite Jeff Herps and friends Ryan Kappelman and Tom Donahue for an uplifting evening of intimate seasonal songs and delightful holiday humor. Is this a play or a concert? I can't really tell. It's probably it a mixture like of both. both. Yeah. yeah. But if I know anything from Northern Sky, it will be very much delightful holiday humor. Right. So Old Gibraltar Town Hall, if you've never actually been in there for uh, a theater performance, it's really cool. And I'm maybe a little biased because my theater company used Old Gibraltar Town Hall for one of our shows a couple years ago. I think that is a little biased. Yeah, yep. maybe. Uh, but Old Gibraltar Town Hall is cool because it, like, especially if you're setting a play... Uh, maybe like in the in the 1920s or the 50s, something older. It kind of fits that bill of this like old historic venue. Um, a lot of the stuff is the the original uh, lighting and everything. And from like a, a theater professional point of view, it's kind of a hard space to work in because you really can't do anything to it. And you have to kind of play around with the different stuff. The, the stage is small, uh, but it's very intimate and everybody's kind of pushed up against the, the stage <laughs> to see it. it. It's really cool and it's really intimate. And I think that seeing something uh, like a musical performance or uh, a comedy performance would be really cool because you, you're kind of right up there with the actors. It's very physical. It sounds like a very intimate setting, and I think like that's perfect for something like Home for the Holidays, which sounds like a very intimate, like they said, in, in, an evening of intimate seasonal songs and delightful humor. So I think the town hall is a perfect location for that. On Saturday, you can check out Bingo at the Donald and Carol Crest Pavilion. Bingo starts at 10 a.m. My mom used to do bingo like every week. Do you have a bingo story, Matt? Do you like bingo? I, um, so there's two types of bingo. And one of them has like the cards with the little red plexiglass right. sliders yeah. that you slide over. Yeah. And then the other is just sheets of paper and daubers. Right. And I remember like my mom had a collection of daubers of all colors and sparkles and all wow. sorts of stuff. And I would always get into them and make a huge mess. Yeah. I never understood exactly what they were for. Now getting older, I'm like, oh, yeah, you just, just bingo. dab it down. I think that the cards are probably more expensive, but a lot less wasteful mm. than doing paper with daubers. Sure, that's true. At the uh, at the fire station in my neighborhood growing up, they would do bingo. And you could go and you could get free hot dogs and play bingo, and it was kind of this big, like— oh, wow. Like like charity fundraiser for the fire department and stuff. So, I remember when I was at school in in college, we had like as part of our welcome weekend, they put on like this big bingo for the students, and I did that once, and that's all that story was. I always think that bingo is interesting because like there's so many different ways that you can win. Because when you think bingo, you think sure like, you can oh, do up, you can do yep a row horizontal or a diagonally. But then there's also things like uh, postage stamp, which oh, I yeah. think is like. Four and a corner yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, blackout is always fun. Right. So you just have to get your whole thing, and those rounds last forever. And yeah, there's a bunch of interesting ones. 
Hopefully the prizes are good. I find that as I get older, I don't play real bingo anymore, but I play fake bingo when it comes to like events or things like that, where it's like you make your own bingo card and then you watch an event and every time they do something, like you could do Game of Thrones bingo. And then every time that one of the characters does something silly, you get to do your thing. And See, I I think you're confusing bingo with a drinking game. No, you no I, I think you're confusing bingo you with a drinking game. You can do both. Wow. You can do a bingo for Game of Thrones, and then every time you get a bingo, you drink. Doesn't sound like a lot of fun. You can drop by the Nature Center at Peninsula State Park on Sunday for a winter birds program to learn a few facts about Peninsula's featherhead friends. The park naturalist will use photos, taxidermy specimens, and recordings to help identify birds. Have you ever gone birding, Matt? I've never gone birding, but it's a lot of fun. I used to have this book way, way long ago. I don't even know where it is now. My mom probably still has it, but it was just a book of birds. And I was like, wow, I want to go bird watching. And then I went out for like five minutes, got super bored and like did something else. So I've gone birding once and it was, it was here in Bailey's Harbor. So I think it was through the ridges and my wife really wanted to go. So I went and the, the big thing that I took away, and I may have mentioned this on the podcast before, but They could have been making up everything that they were saying, and I wouldn't have known any different. Like, it all could have been an elaborate prank on me, and I wouldn't have known. So here's my qualifiers for inventing any type of bird, right? All you have to do is say a color, a body type, a type of tree, and a species of bird, and that will be anything. So color, body type, tree, bird. So pick a color. The yellow thumb oak raven. Yep, the that's, listen to that, do you hear that? That's the cry of the yellow-thumbed oak raven. And I would be like, yeah, that totally sounds like that. You know, this is just as funny the first time you said it. I know, Because I know, I know we talked about this whenever we talked about a bird program over the summer. And I remember it, and it's still just as funny, and it's still just as true. Yeah, you could, any color works. This is the green-headed finch garbler. Mm. And like, listen, this is the mating cry of the green-headed finch garbler. And I'd be like, yeah, it totally is, isn't it? The, the cyan... Breasted is always good. Oh, breasted. The cyan breasted. The the cyan hip evergreen hummingbird. Yeah. That that one sounds a little more uh, scientific and, and special, like it's rare. Yeah. The cyan hipped evergreen hummingbird. Yeah. It's a very endangered species. So jokes aside, if you haven't gone birding, birding is really cool. Um, the you, you start to like if nothing else, like even if you're a novice, just going out and hearing everybody be like, oh, listen, that's this, and oh, that's this, and then pointing their telescopes and be like, here, you can see a this. And I'm like, oh, there's so many darn types of birds, Matt. I never I knew. I just thought they were all just birds. Well, apparently they all have names and different sounds. Well, that's just crazy. So if you've never gone birding before, or even if you just have a passing interest in birds, or, or even just want to learn something new, uh, definitely check out Winter Birds at Peninsula State Park. So, Matt, it's going to be New Year's, right? It is. And there's a lot of New Year's parties going on. So many New Year's parties. So why don't we just kind of go through them all? All right. All right. So Door County has a ton of New Year's parties, starting with the New Year's Eve bash at the Carrington Pub at the Landmark Resort. You can ring in the New Year with a night to remember. There's live music, karaoke, a champagne toast, and snacks. My most important question is what kind of snacks? Because that makes the New Year's Eve party. What kind of snacks are you expecting? Oh, I don't know. They'd have to blow me away. Okay. Are you Well, yeah, I think that that does, because what kind of New Year's party do you normally do? Mine has always been really casual. Uh, my New Year's party is, is usually, okay, so get a load of this. So I usually put on my best pair of sweatpants, and I just get a nice little blanket, and I just chill on the couch. Well, this one says that it's going to have a champagne toast, so I'm imagining the snacks are going to be like hors d'oeuvres. Ooh, okay. Well, we're going we're gonna to come up to another 
uh, New Year's Eve party that they're going to have a lot of appetizers. So, so I'm just saying. Right. So if you're going to hit so all, it's just a competition. Yeah, if you're going right to hit now. all of the different New Year's parties, you better pace yourself with the with the food. Right. Next up is the New Year's Eve formal at Door County Brewing Company, featuring live music by Milwaukee Hot Club, playing Gypsy Swing and related styles. So this is a formal, like a black tie event? That's what I was wondering. Like, I wonder if this is like Door County's like, oh, we're getting dressed up tonight. We're celebrating the end of 2018. We're going to go to the brewing company, which I wouldn't expect for them to throw a formal. Then again, uh, formal does not necessarily mean black tie. If it was a New Year's black tie event, then that would make sense. But a lot of people get confused with what formal actually means. If you dig into dress code, they're very specific with what they actually are. Yeah. I would love to put on a tailed tuxedo and go to the Door County Brewing Company on New Year's. And I bet you would fit right in. Also, there's the New Year's Eve fundraiser at the Donald and Carol Crest Pavilion in Egg Harbor. You can enjoy live piano covers from Fran the Piano Man. That's amazing. Uh, Heavy appetizers, so get your food on. This is the one I was talking about, heavy appetizers. A balloon drop and kids countdown with a dance party led by a vinyl record only DJ. And another champagne toast, that's good. Wow. Um, first off, Fran the Piano Man. Do you think he knows Piano Man by Billy Joel? I think that he refuses to play it. (laughs) I don't know who Fran is, but I want Fran the Piano Man to be my best friend. He sounds like a cool dude. And the best part about this is it takes place in Egg Harbor, and that's where I live. That's right down the road from you. You could ride your bike there. I don't want to do that. You have. I don't want to do that. I have, but I don't want to do that uh, in New Year's. This one sounds like fun. I'm going to enjoy those heavy appetizers. I'm going to bring my own vinyl record for this DJ to play. Do you think that he'll appreciate that? I don't know. If you like, I think this one. I think he might appreciate it. Be like, oh, thanks. Cool. Great idea. Or he'd be like, it's not in part of my collection. Then I'm not going to play it. Do you think he'd appreciate it if you walked up and you're like, hey, can you play side four of Frampton Comes Alive? Do you know what I'm referencing here? Nope. There's a 14-minute track on there. Do you feel like we do live? It's 14 minutes long. Wow. And it's ridiculous. Have you heard Frampton Comes Alive? No. Oh, it's great. That song is awesome. He sings the whole thing through a vocoder, and it's ridiculous. No, I don't think he would appreciate that to answer your question. Well, we're going to find out because I'm going to bring Frampton Comes Alive and I'm going to see if he'll play it for us. And also there's the Rockin' New Year's Eve party at the Stone Harbor Restaurant and Pub with music by the Cougars, another balloon drop, complimentary hats and horns, and a champagne toast at midnight. What is a balloon drop? Okay, um, don't mean to talk stupid to you, but it's when they drop balloons. From what, the ceiling? Yeah, from the ceiling. They have like a net. And you just open the net and balloons drop. It's like it's like confetti, but with balloons. What if and they, easier to clean up. You think there is one where some goober filled them up with helium and then they dropped the net and they just, and they just up stayed there? there. <laughs> they were easy to put in place, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Okay, so that's a balloon drop. Now I get it. Well, we're going to get to another type of drop here shortly. So I just wanted to clarify oh, what the balloon... Don't even say that's a tease. Th- I, I, that's I, a super good tease. All right. And finally, on New Year's Eve, there is the New Year's Eve fireworks and cherry drop in Sister Bay. So this started last year, I think, was yeah, the first yeah. one. You can Second ring in, annual. You can ring in 2019 with the county's only New Year's Eve fireworks display. Enjoy ice skating, bonfires, watch a professional ice sculptor, count down to the new year, and the cherry drop at midnight. So I actually didn't get to go to the cherry drop last year, but I've seen footage of it, and it looked like it was a lot of fun. From what I've heard from a lot of people is that when this idea was brought up last year, everyone was like, this sounds super lame. Why are we doing something like this? This is just going to bomb. But from all the footage I've seen and from just from all of my friends and just people talking around the town is that it was super fun and it was super cold last year. Oh, yeah. And people still went out and they enjoyed the cherry drop and it just seemed like an overall great time. So I can't imagine 
that this year won't be anything different. Right. With the temperatures last year and people still went out for it, I think this year's going to be even bigger and even more fun. Right. So I'm definitely going to try to make it out here. The cherry drop drops at the garage bar at Husby's, right? Right. So right kind of in the in the, in the middle of the upper part of town. Yep. And everybody kind of gathers around, and I think the streets get closed off for it. At least I would imagine that they do. I would think so. Um, so it's kind of this big outdoor party, and everybody huddles together in the cold and counts in the new year. Right. So uh, if you're not going to any of the other parties, you can come here and hang out with everybody else. Moving on to 2019, you can ring in the new year with the Jacksonport Polar Bear Swim. Join the Jacksonport Polar Bear Club for a brisk dip in Lake Michigan. Bring towels, blankets, warm clothes, and anything else you might need to help warm up afterwards. And I would also mention that you should wear shoes. That's a big important thing. Ooh. Uh, your your feet get very cold and it's very slippery and people like the first couple of years before they made like shoes mandatory people were running in and cutting their feet up and then coming Ow, out yeah. and that's just not no, a good idea I get that um, I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago I think it would be a great idea for you to get footage from inside Lake Michigan we already have that footage number no, one but no but I, like I've always said you just shoot things in such a way to get like the perspective of how cold it is well and like I said I think that we should put you in a suit and have you go out with the microphone and try to interview people as they're running through the water. I'm sick. I'm going to be sick. The polar bear swim is really cool. Like, a ton of people come out for it. Yeah, yeah. It's been going on for a long time. Every year it gets bigger. And even, like, even it seems like every year it gets colder, and yet more people come. I don't know. It's some weird reverse psychology. Some people are just super crazy. I haven't done the Polar Bear Club, but I I know that a lot of people make it a yearly tradition. I Uh, can't. I, I, I just get too cold. You get cold in general. Yeah. I couldn't imagine what you would do if I'm, you had to run I'm out. I'm cold all the time. So this is a lot of fun. If you've never done it before and you're feeling daring, you definitely should give it a try. Uh, they're collecting donations for Feed My People, which is another great thing. That's nice. So it's a great kind of charity event. Uh, and it gives you a chance to hang out in Jacksonport for a while, too. Jacksonport's really quaint and cool, especially in the winter. Yeah. So if you haven't been down to Jacksonport in a while, the Polar Bear Plunge is a great way to go down. Plus, it's a nice bonding. It's a nice way to bond with, like, your friends, you know? So we should do it. We should bond. You and me? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Also on Monday, you can start 2019 right with a first day hike at both Newport State Park and Peninsula State Park. Another great idea. What is this thing of, because my family had done, has done this for a long time of on, on the first day of the year. We go out for a hike. What is, when, where, where did that tradition start, do you think? I wonder if it has something to do with like New Year's resolutions. And a lot of New Year's resolutions are fitness-based, so it's like I'm going to go outside and I'm going to take a hike and start the year off right. Well, I get I get fitness-based with like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to commit, I'm going to get a bow flex. But I don't. How does that equate to like going on a hike, like every single like as like a family outing? Well, I mean, it, it maybe it's just a way to be like, hey, let's go outside and look at nature, sure. and we'll start the year off right. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just I'm just very curious of where this tradition started. I never had it growing up. My so family's done this. My family's done this for a long time, and I think my parents still do it. I've kind of, I, I don't I don't do that anymore. I'm too cool. I'm too cool for them now. Have you done the hikes at Newport or Peninsula then? No, I haven't. I've never been around knowing that they did this. Um, I think it's both are great locations to be able to go out and do it. And um, when when we would do it, it would always be like we would find like this trail that was kind of just like one big walk around like this lake but it was like paved and it was on the sidewalk so like it wasn't really out in nature when me and my family did this i think this is uh seems a little bit more interesting of going out and doing it in the park and and super being surrounded by nature instead of you know concrete and right well, and winter hikes in the parks are, are beautiful anyway. Uh, if we if we get good snow around New Year's, then what better way to, to go out and do it than on New Year's Day? Sure. 
And finally, one of my favorite activities that goes on up here is the goofy New Year's Day parade in Egg Harbor. So do you know about this parade? No, I don't. For real? I mean, I knew there was a New Year's Day parade, but I don't know if if I knew why okay, it was so special. Because so, it's not an official parade. Uh, anybody can go. So, you know, the, the church in Egg Harbor, everybody goes and they gather in the parking lot. And then just whatever they want to do, they go down the road. So uh, some businesses do it, but then some people just do it for fun. Uh, there's a baton twirling Santa who comes every year, and she twirls the baton and dances as Santa. Um, I've seen Pikachu. Like somebody has a their own inflatable Pikachu costume that shows up at the that's, parade. That's funny. Yeah, so it's just whoever wants to go. Wow. Uh, there's a, a couple women who drive down, and they have a they fill the back. I think that they fill the back of their truck up. Uh, like a hot tub, and then they go down in the hot tub in the water. How many people does this usually get? Quite a few. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, there's, we've got some footage that you can look at. Um, if you've ever, if you want to see kind of a cool, like, Door County Day 1 recap, we put one up on the Pulse. So if mm. you go to the Pulse website, you can find the Door County Day 1 video. Uh, I put it together last year, and it was just kind of a smattering of stuff from the first cherry drop to the Jacksonport Polar Bear Plunge. There was some stuff from the Egg Harbor Parade. Uh, it brings out quite a few people, and the parade's a decent size. I mean, a lot of oh. people show up to do it. Uh, like I said, it's a good mixture of people doing it for fun and some businesses doing it. So it's a lot of really cool stuff. The fire truck goes down. So I mean, oh, cool. So what are we gonna? We should we should do it, and we should podcast down well, the parade. Well, podcast live yeah. from the yeah. parade. Yeah, that's that's not a bad idea. I know. I'm just chock full of them. You know. So I think that that's going to wrap it up for our New Year's weekend primer. Uh, where am I going to find you? Oh, my gosh. Um, home for the holidays sounds like a great time. So I might double dip and do, you know, some home for the holidays, get some good get some good northern sky action in, and then Sister Bay for the cherry drop. I think that I'm going to do a New Year's party crawl. Oh. I'm going to try to hit all the New Year's parties, both public and private, oh, in the okay. county as best I can. And then where are you going to end up? Hopefully back at home. Ah, nice. I know where I won't be is in the freezing cold waters of Lake Michigan. You're not going to do the jacket. I will not. All right. Well, we'll see if we can get you to do it for work. No, you won't. Good luck. Well, Matt, thank you so much for chatting with me, and we will see you again next week. I hope you and all of our loyal, loyal listeners have a wonderful 2019. If you're looking for more things to do this weekend, you can check out the events calendar at DoorCountyPulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse, available every Friday throughout Door County. And don't forget to subscribe to Door County Podcasts for your weekly Pulse picks, interviews, and exclusive content from the Peninsula Pulse. You can find us on DoorCountyPulse.com, on iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.